Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we watched Four Weddings and a Funeral. I hadn't seen this before. No, I... And I'm glad. Yeah, no, I'd never seen it. Uh, you'd, I confused... what, you'd never seen it before? No, I confused no. this with uh, Hill? Death at a Funeral. Oh. Oh, okay. Very different film. Yeah. A lot, a lot better. I love this film, and I continue to love this film, and you're all wrong. I do not understand how. I don't understand yeah. how. It's a very... I mean, these people really have nothing better going Boy. on in their lives a... than, I don't know who I'm going to marry. Oh, I'm going to marry this person because marriage Boy. is the most important thing to us boomers. <laughs> my problem, my core problem with it, it is it's a bunch of very unbelievably posh people complaining about nothing Yeah. for two hours. Two hours, yeah, it was long. I think I it's <laughs> it's a very quaint film about love and friendship. No, this is no. I have a problem with cause this is a posh person's film. This is such a like this are posh is, people not allowed to watch films. No, my my this is my core problem. This is like a much bigger problem than this film. This is like the problem with British indie cinema. Is it so fucking posh? And all of the people working in it, because the person that wrote this was like, oh, this is incredibly relatable. It's fucking not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really angry about this film. No, it, it really isn't relatable in any way. Like, you say it's about love and friendship, but like, they hate barely each other. really, yeah, you They're barely see them terrible. being friends. They just, they just kind of exist in the same space. Every, every woman in it is either like, terrible in love with the main character or hates the main character for no reason is over emotional or a fucking manic pixie dream girl a american manic pixie dream oh it makes me so mad <laughs> the poshest uh. manic manic what so this back to the film and actually i was enjoying going to talk about the plot and yeah. i was excited no, and my bubble has been burst and i hate both of you and i don't want to do this podcast anymore we can we can talk, we can about, talk the about the plot there's there's one bit that i did enjoy and that surprisingly was the bit with rowan atkinson in it <laughs> oh you guys didn't burst. fucking warn me he was in this oh we did i'm sure i mentioned it he's so little he's baby rowan atkinson he doesn't do too much in this but no. the bit where he's like fucking up the lines that they're having to repeat at the wedding that That's bit was funny. funny. That was yeah. funny. I love it when yeah, he just gives was... up on the guy's really long name. Yeah, he's yeah. just like... <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the uh. plot of this film centres around... I, feel, I don't know the name. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant. It's literally four weddings and a funeral. It's Hugh Grant going to four different weddings. Uh, first one, he falls in love with the girl. Second one, he finds out she's engaged. Yeah. And there's a funeral. And then the third one, oh, it's... It's... Yeah, the third one is her getting married and a guy dies and then they have a funeral and then he's going to get married to a character who he fucking hates because all he cares about is that he's going to get married. Well, no, and it's ten, hate... ten months later. Like, a lot seems to have happened. Yeah. Like, he does seem to love, you know... No, he doesn't. Yeah, But he doesn't <laughs> he love Hitler her enough. <laughs> but no. the whole point of this film is it's literally set on the days of these four weddings. Yeah. And yeah, the funeral. But the characters don't seem to progress. <laughs> like... 
I mean, the most character progression in this is that one of them dies. Yeah, like there's there is a couple that I actually enjoy in this film, and it's so his uh, his brother's death. Yeah. Yes. His yeah. brother is deaf, and there's like he his brother like flirts with a girl, and their their flirting's like really sweet and nice and. Yeah, because she's then trying to learn sign language. Yeah, and she keeps finger spelling wrong. So, yeah, (laughs) he's like, "Would you like to dance?" And she's like, "That would be mice." And then it goes nowhere. No, they get married at the end. I may have turned it off before then. (laughs) I may. I think the credits are like it does a it does a like a um yeah a standby me kind of thing, but not with the text, just with wedding photos. That doesn't count. (laughs) That's lazy. (laughs) That's not writing it into the story. That's going. Oh shit! We need to tie this up at the end i'm so mad about this film so what's also wild to me is so in the first wedding which is okay um we learn more about like hugh grant's character and uh hugh grant's character it's his roommate yeah she's from uni her name oh scarlet scarlet they don't know how to set alarms (laughs) well his alarm wakes him up he just turns it back off again and falls back asleep but also, why in movies do people set alarms for the most fucking ridiculous times? Uh, like, four minutes past nine. I'm like, no, yeah. just set it for five past or nine or quarter past. Like, yeah. well, And then you see it's like, oh, now it's 8.47, time for my alarm. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Anyway, May- I mean, yeah. that it's an analog. me in movies. <laughs> it's an analogue alarm, though, and, like, you don't set the time on your phone. You set it by twiddling a tiny little knob, and you get to four minutes past nine, you're probably like, eh, fuck it, close enough. I went too far. I'm not going all the way around. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I've got to two. I've got to spin this another twenty-four times. Okay, that's a fair point. Yeah, or like fair. my yeah, my um, digital alarm was the same. Where it was like you pressed and hold held it, and the numbers would like spin by. And then if you went over, like yeah, you had to. If you wanted to set it at an earlier time, you had to go through the whole thing again. Are those four minutes important? No, no, they're not. So it tries to present him as like kind of an everyman. Like he's meant to be. A lower middle class. I don't like think he it... has a roommate. He's right. He was meant to be like yeah. that. Like yeah, I think he's not, he's not wor- supposed to be. He's, he's not, not supposed to be like rich. Much. Like they've got the rich friend, but they're not. I they don't think they're presenting them as like working class or anything like that. They present her as working class. They present her as like lower middle class. I think yeah, but she's still like arty. I think just because she's got an accent doesn't mean she's not. She's a... got an accent and like doesn't know how to behave at weddings. Kind of, it's very a bit classist. But I think like. To make him not the posh, to make that actor the not the most poshest person in the room, all the other characters have to be like lords or the seventh richest man in England. Well, yeah, they've and got like, that one friend who owns a castle. So funny to me, the fact that they were like, mm. we got you, Grant. We could ask him to tone down his accent. No, how about everyone else is like gentry? <laughs> like everyone else needs to be the richest people in England to make Hugh Grant not look posh. And that was so funny to me for the first wedding because it was like, oh, this person's also super rich. Yeah, and the yeah the um what's what's her name um Fiona Fifi is like incredibly posh, mm. and her okay. brother, yeah, is yeah. like yeah working in finance because they have like servants, don't they? You see at the start. Yeah, yeah. Even even the um the kind of like craziest guy that that ends up dying, even he's that kind of like posh rich person version of. A bit weird and 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 yeah. I don't know how to describe it. eccentric. Exce- yeah, yeah. He's eccentric. Yeah, he's London. like an eccentric weird. He's not actually like you know charming, chatty, that kind of thing. He's just rich and weird. Yeah, 
it's, it's this film's attempt to try and convince you that Hugh Grant isn't posh, and that was really <laughs> funny. I don't, I don't think. I mean, had... he's just he's just very London and of its time, where you could, yeah. you know, the idea of being you have to be incredibly like a, a billionaire now to live in London. That wasn't so much the case back in no, 1994. But... No, but he... do, do you know another way that you can tell these characters are really posh? Because the second wedding, these two people met and fucked at the first wedding, which was three months ago. So they organised an entire wedding. Yeah. In hmm. three months. Yeah. <laughs> which when you put money to throw at the wall, that's exactly that's it doesn't easy. matter. It's fine. When you can afford to fly back and forth from America to go to your friends' weddings. Yeah. It's fine. That's fine. So yeah, he's late for the first wedding. He is the best man. The story of the first wedding. Yeah. He's late. Um, the best man. He forgets the rings, which is literally his only job, apart from ushering yeah. as well, which he didn't do. Yeah, uh, which they started off as likable. The the his um, roommate is great, likable throughout. Yeah, he's an arsehole. Yeah, Hugh is just an arsehole. I that was another problem that I had similar to Love Actually is I couldn't work out if these characters were meant to be likable, and I just can't personally stand them because none of them are likable to me. Even the death guy is an arsehole. Like he's a misogynist. The deaf guy. Yeah. Oh, what, for for talking about her boobs and just the way he talks about people. Like it, he's a bit of a misogynist, and it was like, oh, cool. They can't have a nice, a genuinely nice people, right? That's not just um, me. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. I think Matthew's pretty nice the whole time. Which one is Matthew? Uh, the the gay dude. Yeah, that doesn't he was die. Nice. No, he was nice. He was really. There was nice. a gay character in this. I yes, what? there was. Yeah, no, the... Uh, <laughs> did you not notice? Scottish guy? The Scottish guy? Oh, Scottish John Hanna. And Gareth, his partner? Yeah. Oh, they were partners. Okay, I was vaguely paying attention to the movie. I thought that was like his dad or something, I don't know. They kiss. I didn't They're posh. <laughs> and they like talk at the yeah. end and they're like, well, we talked about all of us being bachelors, but actually these two were basically married the whole time. And like, they'd yeah. lived together. Well, that... That explains why he's really sad when he dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you, okay. you know how he reads "Stop All the Clocks," that poem by by a really famous gay poet. Yeah, no, I'm not into poetry. No, no idea. Okay, I mean it's one of those things that, like, I don't think I necessarily picked up on it as a kid because it has got that '90s like, let's they're not. Gay, that's... They're, they're gay, but we never mention it. We never yeah. outright call it that. Yeah, and they're never think... shown being affectionate. To they are, other. but they are shown being not affectionate. But not not loads, obviously. Nowhere near as much as any of the other characters. Yeah, and they show, but they they show him with someone new at the end as well in the little freeze frames at the end. Yeah, again, um, issue with them. Um, like, yeah, I know you don't like that, but they do show. Like, it's 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 not like they're yeah. hiding the fact that he's gay. They're just not. No, it's just nineties careful it. about it. Yeah. No, I think that's... I just didn't pick up on it because I didn't care about any of the characters either. <laughs> no, honestly, I was like, but yeah, it's, John- it's Jonathan from the Mummy, isn't it? Yeah, but I, no, that was it. I was like, the only reason I really care about that character is I was like, oh, this character's gay. Cool, I'm gonna like this character. And he, yeah, he never does anything awful. It's just the main character. The, like the rest of them are just kind of terrible people and I, I don't get on with Hugh, it. Hugh Grant's character is, is pretty terrible because he's so he's obsessed he's, with himself? Yeah, well he meets this girl but he doesn't pursue it and he doesn't do anything and then he allows it, he basically lets her cheat on her fiance mm-hmm. and then doesn't like pursue it again lets her, go to her 
wedding and then you know like obviously so the, the end of the is that he's going to marry fiona and leaves her at the well yeah essentially he leaves her at the altar to marry or or not marry or whatever to get to be with um carrie the american girl that yeah. he meets at the but first wedding but it's got wedding. a nice romantic kiss in the rain and it's so smooshy and lovely yeah. and uh, that bit oh, didn't hold it's... up for me um just because the adr on it is so bad it in that rain really scene <laughs> it's like yeah. they did the lines first and then tried to get them to act the video part yeah they did they <laughs> did have the vibe of doing it backwards yeah <laughs> that didn't work that like that that really took me out of it because a lot of this is like oh this is going to make me sound really posh a lot of this is really homely for me because I used like when I was a kid, we used to go up to London a lot and to Islington and to and like my my house where I grew up kind of looks like some of the houses that we see in this. And my parents were kind of similar to these people. Yeah, you you, you are the <laughs> middle class one in this. Uh, yes, in this incredibly, podcast. incredibly middle class, <laughs> and um, it really shows when like she goes like when she's i was like oh that house look that staircase looks like my parents staircase <laughs> when she's come and then she's like and then she gets her, her cup of um coffee from her butler and i'm like okay well i had the staircase didn't didn't <laughs> have the butler but you know <laughs> there, there it goes that, that, that's like my problem relatable for me <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. i that... like i really i just i love i used to watch this a lot as a kid my mum i think really liked it and it was like that and not all the Hugh Grant films. And my parents always thought this was really funny. And I don't know if it's just because they've been late to weddings before, but they, they always like, this is one of the first films I think I got to watch that had like lots of swearing in. Because it's not just like, you know, lots of films will have their one F-bomb. Yeah, yeah. But this one is like, no, it's a F-frag grenade. It's a lot of safe, kind of safe swearing. Yeah, they're not, yeah, it's like just, oh, fuck, like we're running yeah. late. But I love the I love the costume. Well, I say costumes. I I love the the nineties of the outfits as well. Costumes. It's almost come full circle. Yeah, uh, with like Hugh Grant in that kind of looks like I would I'd like people will try and look like him now. Yeah. With the no, flop, the floppy hair and the horn rim glasses. Yeah, floppy middle part. It's come back in like a it's... in a big way, especially like I think yeah. in like Japan and as well with um, J-pop stars. Yeah. Am I talking yeah, yeah, yeah. at my ass? No, they no, no, they've no, started it's, doing it's... that. It's definitely back. It's definitely a Gen Z look. It's definitely um, like what hasn't come back is the oh, the wedding dresses. And I'm going to bring it up now. I got married recently. That might be why I've got a soft spot for this more than you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. We, we were there. <laughs> yeah, we were there. We did go. I know, but you've not mentioned it yet. My dress was prettier though. My dress it didn't was. have big puffy sleeves. Yeah. yeah, your wedding was much more fun. Yeah, mainly. <laughs> I got married, so doing better yeah. than you, yeah. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and your, you know, the wedding speech had the sliding finger moment. So I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, the um, the best man's speeches in this, I thought were they were pretty cute, and also, oh god, it just made me think of my dad's speech at the wedding, which were <laughs> incredible, and I it was amazing. I, was I most... thanked him for that personally, and yeah. I think he... he was too drunk to remember. Oh, he was so <laughs> proud of himself. My mum yeah. also like was threatening for ages to wear a big hat to the wedding, and I think. You know the hat that um, Carrie wears in the first wedding that's just this massive black sun hat? Yeah. I think that's kind yeah, of what looks, my... Yeah, it looks like a dustbin lid. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what my mum was going for. But in the yeah. end, she, she settled on something else. Thank God. I, I think, that, yeah. There's a lot more big hats in these weddings than at your wedding. I was yes. going to say that. I think big hats have, have had their time and they haven't quite come back yet. 
Thank God. Yeah, I don't look forward that, to that. that. Cuts down the the uh, amount of people you can get in, in the room when you have big hats. Yeah, or but... you know, you people you know travel for miles, sometimes across the country, sometimes from another country, to sit and stare at the back of a big hat. <laughs> That's why Abraham Lincoln got shot. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a big guy. Um, I do kind of want big hats to come back. Like those kind of big hats would be amazing. Um, I feel like that's a very, very posh wedding thing. Like a yes, it's it's like, pretty much exclusively weddings, and then I think races have some sort of weird rules about when you well, what kind of hat women have to wear. That's ridiculous. That's did you insane. not know that? No, I didn't know that. Like I knew from like watching stuff. I knew that there was like women dressed a certain like standard and yeah there's dress there codes a for a lot of the races i didn't th- um, i thought that was like a socially imposed thing i didn't think no it was, no like, no but it's a dress code and it's it's in, it's a some of the races ban expli- explicitly do not allow you to wear fascinators which is like you know just a little headdress yeah. thing that yeah. doesn't actually construe a hat they've got like specific brim measurements like it's got to have it's got to have a brim of at least an inch or something i don't know i've never been i've never been this is something that i went a rabbit hole down on wikipedia or whatever (laughs) three years ago that i'm half remembering but yeah there's like the really posh ones which i guess would be like is it ascot royal ascot yeah yeah the ascot yeah well the 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 big brim is to uh is to stop the splash from the horse's blood when they shoot (laughs) it in the face after it breaks its leg that's why you don't get covered that's why the queen always wears a red hat so yeah, she exactly. can kill you can't the horse. The <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> that's, I... her, that's her one joy. That one she gets that to I... shoot a horse in the head. Oh, man. I swear, <laughs> we, go after, we go after the monarchy a lot recently, but the <laughs> yeah. one photo I can actually they picture in my it. head where she's smiling is when her horse is winning one of those races. Like, that's the only photo I've ever seen where she's got a genuine <laughs> smile on her face. Yeah, because she's like, I don't have to kill this one. <laughs> it's... Um... But yeah, there's like, I think Ascot has, there's like different days and different dress codes for each day. So oh. I think the one where the Queen's there, you have to dress like proper fancy. And then on some of the other days, they have like, you know, cheaper tickets, let the peasants come in. Absolutely. And they just have to wear like something on their heads. Absolutely Business casual. Business casual. <laughs> oh, I have to make everyone that's going to one of those events panic. It's, oh, it's business casual this time. You have casual Fridays, Ascot. You can, you're allowed to wear jeans that day. <laughs> I'm like, it's like these people own jeans. They do, but they're like really, they're their work jeans where they go out on their land that other people are working on and pretend to be farmers. That mm. kind of posh that really bothers me. <laughs> that kind of, oh. Yeah. The kind of posh people who are all in this movie. <laughs> yes. It really is. And to try and bring it back around. That's, no, I actually kind of want to talk about the... The, I did. The... I did love the the bit where so it's the first wedding because I want to talk about all the weddings. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing uh, what's it called? Like the 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 greeting or whatever, where you all queue up and you say, like, introduce yourself or say hello to the bride and groom and the bride like the, and the parents of the couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got a line. It's got it's got a name for it. Because I remember, yeah. like, my photographer for my wedding. Not to go off topic again, but huh. did I mention I get married? Um. He was like, don't do it. <laughs> it takes ages and it's really boring for everyone. She was saying, oh, God, what do I, what do I say? I did, like, like the, uh, Fiona. Yeah, Fiona is saying, I don't know what to say. And they're just like, just say you must be very proud. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I can't say that. And then immediately turns around and is like, oh, you must be very proud. 
Yeah, that first, the first yeah. wedding was fine. Like the first yeah. wedding, they were and then the bride gets really drunk and is like, "I love you." Incredible. Love you. Yeah. Imagine that, doing yeah, that. that reminds that me was... of your wedding. Too. <laughs> no, that that <laughs> was brilliant when she was just like, "I holding someone by the shoulders, going, I need to tell you how important you are.'" And then turns around and goes, "I don't know you, but I'm I sure love... I love you too." Yeah. <laughs> uh, that did bring uh, back memories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As we were leaving oh. the wedding. <laughs> about 10 minutes that it took longer than that it took us like 10 <laughs> minutes twice round it was great because <laughs> we we were going uh, to leave how, how much of this do you remember and i don't i'm not asking that in a mean way but legitimately asking how much of us leaving do you remember it's it's not my clearest memory of the day <laughs> do you know what you did because it's brilliant i'm not sure i want you to tell me on air <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! It's no, it's nothing bad. It's just, it's just, it was really surreal. <laughs> you, so you, as we were gonna leave, because we were leaving in like a group of eight, and because I don't know, you put us on old friends' table. Explain that already. As we were leaving, <laughs> you, every we were, you were on the dance floor, and we were like, we're gonna head off. Um, you grabbed each one of us individually and was like, dance with me. Um. <laughs> And you, yeah, as, that, ring, that rings a bell. You kind of held on to us, swaying <laughs> for a bit. Everyone else, it was, I was like, oh, you're whispering in everyone's ear, blah 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 And then I realised you weren't whispering in everyone's ear. You were kind of yelling incoherently in everyone's <laughs> ear something about them. And, yep. then, and then everyone just kind of nodded as you pulled away. Because <laughs> I thought well, you were, like, whispering really nice things to people and you weren't. You were just kind of yelling incoherently. Well, I'm sure I had... Nice intentions. You... Oh, I'm sure it was lovely. And then you told yeah, everyone I, to I... spin you. <laughs> I think it was about how great we all are. Yeah, so, well, yeah. you know. I was <laughs> very touched you came up on a during a heat wave all the way to Birmingham. No, it was incredible. It was just really funny watching <laughs> everyone else. And I'm like, oh, she's whispering nice things. And then it was just... <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. spin me. And was... <laughs> And then we had to go back to get like a bat. Someone forgot their bag or something. We had to go back, <laughs> and then we had to walk past you again. And you did it again. <laughs> yeah, I think I was at the slightly short-term memory loss stage of having drunk too much wedding wine. It was so fun. Oh, that was. That's the problem so with being funny. a bride is um, everyone wants to buy you a drink, but <laughs> a lot of the time people were just giving me drinks. So there wasn't like oh, just having wine. It was like I had bits of everything because like I didn't want to be like. No, especially you like lots of people I hadn't seen before. But yeah, you were having the best time. I it had was a lovely great. time. It was it was absolutely amazing. It just took us about twenty minutes to leave, <laughs> and it was yeah, really. It funny. was it was a real nice weekend though. It was yeah. great. Well, I had and a good time too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I uh, <laughs> these are probably some of the first weddings I saw. Yeah. I mean, I went to one when I was three, but I don't think that counts. No. Um, I've had I, I've had three weddings so far this year. Yeah, so. that's a, that's another thing. It's like they were complaining about how many weddings they were going to. It's not that many. I don't know. Yeah, I've I, got I've got two next month. Yeah, but they're... see that is a pain. But in the movie, they're sp- they're easily spread across what two years? Two years? Like that's not Maybe. that many. Yeah, that's not enough to be like oh another wedding. How awful! Like that's that's standard. Unless... Maybe there's like eight rich people weddings that they don't show us in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought it know. was kind of implying that they are going to other movies, uh, other movies. <laughs> yeah, they drop, <laughs> drop in on Notting Hill. So they drop in there. I think that it is implied they go to other weddings, but they only show the ones with Carrie in. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I think it is really hard to not get 
you sort of suck, sucked into that kind of thing though where like and I think at during that time as well if they all sort of lived near each other and all kind of knew each other from like things like school and university once you start inviting and seeing certain people at certain weddings when then they get married like oh well I went to their wedding so I have to invite them to mine yeah. and then you have you do have this sort of gr- group of people that are kind of always going to weddings and you can't be like oh well I've said yes <laughs> I went to her wedding but I I can't be asked to go to her wedding I've already I've already seen you guys like two months ago at her wedding. Yeah, I just, I, I'd have yeah. been really pissed off if you guys were like, "We're not going to your wedding because we went to a wedding uh, two weeks ago." Sorry. Well, no, if you went, there. <laughs> if you were at the wedding before, you'd be like, "No, I'm good. I've seen you." <gasps> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'd be uh, heartbroken. So yeah, the first wedding is actually pretty good. It, like you learn about everyone and how rich yeah. their friends are. Yeah, because he's like, like, come back to my house. We have 137 spare bedrooms. Yeah, he's like, are you the richest person in England? And he goes, no, seventh. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, well, first you have the Queen. It's like, oh, God, I hate these people already. And, again, and then he's like, and Richard Branson's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, which like, ages oh, this oh, film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this um, is, a, is it 1993? 94. No, 94, 94 this yeah. Which, yeah. This film feels older than 94. Just like how it's made. It does, everything. yeah. It feels... But that might also be because they're posh people and they talk like they're from the eighteen hundreds. They've got very, they've they've got very posh London accents. Yeah, like like... I feel like London accents now, like what we see in films, is much more like it's all uh, like the East End, East End kind of accents come like a lot further, and like Kent sounds. But that's just how people did talk. Like that's how, this film is like how my parents talk, and they spent the eighties and nineties in London. Yeah, it's just received pronunciation. Yeah, it is like, and it it's is... kind of catching. You know, if you start doing it, you just can't stop. Isn't that right, Dan? Uh, yeah, Absolutely. sure. <laughs> um, but no, like in Kent, um, in Kent, it's where we are. Well, two of us are. One of us yeah. escaped. Uh, <laughs> I ran uh, away. We we essentially swapped places. <laughs> you get you get like a weird mix of received pronunciation and like relatively working class accent. Yeah, it's really strange to grow up here and be like, oh yeah, no, I'm used to people speaking it very properly and very like, hey, it's um, proper English and you speak like that. And they they go to galas and and, and dinners and things, mm. and then like working class people. And I think that has driven the anger of people that speak like that. <laughs> And have that kind of like flippant, boring lives. Yes, oh, darling, like... you must come down to the club. Yeah, and I think, and they're that... not talking about you know snobs or no, you know the <laughs> or, crowd. Or... No, I bet, I bet they're all going to play bowls or yeah, something so, you boring know, this like that. Yeah, so well, it's, it'll a... be it'll be a golf club or a social club. Yeah, this um... isn't a place with a pool table, is it? Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's a so... like... and it's it's not a working men's club. Yeah, they don't play yeah, bingo. It's, a, it's not a working men's club. It's a gentleman's club, and it's yeah. And I think that's why, I think that's like one of the core reasons I do not like this film is I do not, I don't get on with people like that, especially when they live lives like this and have very little to complain about and manage to make everything as important, as big as possible. Yeah, like that, the, like I say, the biggest worry in their lives is, oh, we need to get get married married. to someone because, you know, we're probably in our late 20s by now and, oh, we need to get married and have children because that's how we do things. And it's like... Yeah, well, I think there is that pressure, though. Like, people who do want to settle down and haven't met someone and they see all their, you know, their friends all start getting married are like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to meet someone and and have that. Um, You know, it's absolutely a pressure, but they, they aren't approaching it that 
way. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like many of the couples actually like each other in this. Like the especially the American and, and her. It's really yeah, weird fiance, how yeah. she ends up with him and like I don't yeah I that's one bit of the movie that was always puzzled me as a kid is like why is she marrying Hamish yeah. and like especially after she cheats on him yeah and what what really annoys me about about that is she's like oh I'll stop cheating on him after we get married yeah because he and was like Hugh Grant is saying like oh what how do you feel about having sex with one person for the rest of your life and she's like yeah oh well, you know are you gonna and he was like yeah are you gonna do that which is a fair enough question when you've had sex with them yeah like while they've been engaged and it's yeah that that i don't like at all and that at that really old like yeah archaic attitude of like it's not a thing until you're married married it just it just felt really weird also his her husband fiance is framed as being like a really terrible like they're all like oh he's an arsehole um he's a penis whatever yeah we know nothing about yeah, no, I know, and um, he's a, he's, an, he's a terrible person. We don't know that. Well, I mean, he's owned half of Scotland, so probably, but we don't know him personally. Would like we're never shown anything about. Him yeah, we're only we only see him through Hugh Grant's eyes, which is of the the jealous like. Yeah, but if he's that he... jealous, why doesn't he make a Do move? Something. Yeah, that's it. Is frustrating for like I don't have any sympathy for him. Like as much as I enjoy or the film. <laughs> Or her. Uh, yeah, like... She's also terrible. But, yeah, they, they... As someone who... Did I mention I got married? I proposed to Jim. Like, it's allowed. Yeah. You don't have to wait. And um, it, it's... I don't know, but I still love this film. I think it's really funny. It's really... I think because the stakes are incredibly non-existent. Well, it's like self-made stakes. None of these people... Like, Hugh Grant's not really having any issues. He's just... He's just like causing it to himself. He well, he's he's yeah, he's like called out at the is it the second wedding where he's a serial yeah, serial monogamist and he's sat at a table with literally all his exes and they all just gang up on him yeah, and start laughing an about asshole. him and it's 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 really I like that I I found really funny um, especially when they yeah. all start talking like, oh you're vomiting Veronica yeah and then um, they have got another woman because of her weight and she's like we've both lost, we've all lost weight since it's. It was really weird, and it felt... This film is weirdly mis- misogynistic to, like, his exes, because they're all terrible, right? They're all, like, catty and mean, and... and yeah. One I don't think they are. I think they're just um, not very nice to him, but it sounds yeah. like he wasn't very nice to them either. Yeah, no, absolutely. until one of them decides that she wants to marry him. Yes, well, she, and that's well, the was... thing where it's, like, ten months later, and it's like, okay, so why? what's made him well, that, want that to was... marry her? And obviously, she, why, why does she want to marry him? Well, no, that, he wants that to was... marry her because he wants to get married because that's yeah. the only thing that is the driving force in this character's life. But that was the and she his, probably his wants whole, to marry his him whole thing she's is... not over him. The yeah, whole no, thing was... was that he doesn't want to get married. That's why these he kept on breaking up with these women when it got too serious. Yeah, but then he panicked. Yeah, in the isn't she the woman from the second or th- second wedding? Yeah, yeah, she's at the second. The one that cries a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, but she's because she was in love with him. Yeah, and she she thought because. It is a woman that she thought he was going to propose to her, and then it turns out he was trying to work out how to break up with her. Yeah, yeah. Is that a woman? Oh, and then yeah, there's she's then still there's in love other... with him. She's yeah. still in love with him. So of course he's if he says I want to marry you now, she he, she's going to be like, oh yeah, absolutely. She's still in love with him. Yeah, and that's exactly. And then awful. then there's the other character, which is his other friend, 
who she's also in love with him for some reason, but hadn't said anything until the third wedding. Yeah, yeah, that was really... I was like, okay, it's... Why couldn't you tell him? Like, you're all adults. I can get... I guess there's that fear of, like, you'll lose your friendship, but also... Surely it'd be better adults. to ask and find out. These people are not adults. No. They, they don't act like it, and it's really frustrating when it's like, these people are meant to be semi-realistic, and it's like, none of these people are talking to each other. They're all manipulate he's manipulating everyone he manipulates that woman into like believing that he wants to get married to her which he doesn't he just doesn't he just wants to he just wants to get married because he think it he thinks it might help him get over the american that's yeah, it really yeah, exactly and that's so shitty that's so awful as a person to do to someone yeah no it's what he does is he's really hot because it's clear he's i think even if he even if she'd not shown up he would have still, still like well, no, it's even worse if he marries her, because then it's like, yeah, he's not in love with her. He'll never be in love with her. No, it's just going to eventually end up in a divorce. Or just like, a really unhappy just... marriage, and that's shitty. Yeah. And then kids who are miserable because, you know, they thought they had to have kids next, and then yeah. they don't actually like the kids because they don't love each other, and then you get and... kids that end up really fucked up, and, and they, they end the... up doing podcasts. <laughs> but, but this film phrases him as, like, he's kind of the victim in that situation. Because he's in yeah. love with someone else, and he thought he just wanted to get married, but he's actually he's just in love with somebody else. He's the, the victim here. Yeah, I like, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I do find it, it. Yeah, it's a little bit yeah tone deaf. I do like you know obviously what, as soon as he does say I am in love with someone else, she does punch him in the face. Oh, that was satisfying. Yeah, no, I think and that was so like very very well like very deserved. Like he yeah deserved to be punched in the face. Um, but, Again, she is const. That woman is constantly being portrayed as like a bit of a yeah, yeah. No, this this she's constantly being portrayed as like over emotional. Yeah, really frustrating. This film definitely is misogynistic. Well, yeah, misogynistic in its portrayal. I don't think it passes the what's the thingy test. Bechdel test. Bechdel test. Um, I don't. Mm, It's not even trying to. No, and that like that test was meant to be a joke, and it got taken seriously. Really bizarre, but. This, it's just, and I don't know if that's like of its time or if that's just like how the writer is. Well, I think the, very... some of the some of the men are portrayed as absolute horrible idiots as well. Yeah, like there's the the guy that's literally called the boar from the boathouse, and that's yeah. the bloke that um is like trying trying to chat up Carrie, and she's oh, hiding yeah. from him. That whole thing was weird. and yeah, Rowan Atkinson as the very strange. Um, struggling priest. Yeah, and he was just a priest in training who was given, as far as I can tell, a very, very important wedding. Like that wedding that he was doing was actually re- seemed really important. Like it seemed was... like quite a biggie, didn't it? Yeah, you think you'd, yeah. you'd start a small parish, but I guess you just you you do them at whatever church. Yeah, I guess just you know, if people have enough money that they can get married that quickly, then you just get whoever you can get. Well, that but that felt like because these his friends they, do they like have the twins owners. straight away? Do they have the twins by that wedding, or is that sort of no, a different? No, they couple? only have the twins. No, but twins. the first the first couple that get married have the twins by the last wedding. Yeah. The second wedding is the bridesmaid and the guy who met at the first one. Yeah. And just end up fucking. There were twins, and they were probably the. Yeah, uh, yeah, you barely see them. The, okay. the they're like they're the they seem very genuinely kids. in love, but very much in the honeymoon kind of period, where they're the this kind of money as well. There's going to be quite a lot of um, Christianity coming into play, mm. and uh, quite a lot of um, well, 
you're gonna get you, you, okay you might as well you, you've got to get hitched now because you are going to have children acting the way you are clearly going about things yeah yeah exactly it's all very jesusy which it was kind of funny when um when yeah. carrie's about to leave like the morning after and she's like so when are you going to propose to me because we've had sex now <laughs> yeah when you and when are you going to like announce the engagement and... yeah she probably yeah. gets him yeah she is a manic pixie dream girl right like she fits yeah yeah, yeah. It's like well she's at the 90s version the early 90s version which is american because that's what um, you need in britain <laughs> yeah that's true pretty yeah, and american and flippant and aloof and sex positive that's oh nice. my god yeah speaking of that first sex scene was so awkward how did i watch <laughs> that as a kid so and they're like they're like talking like oh do you think this, this is a bit far for the vicar yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> like i do remember there were films and times when my parents would like put their hands over my eyes as a joke and this might be one of them maybe maybe it wasn't as a joke <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah i think it's also to distract me so i didn't pick up on too much of it yeah um, yeah they're like this this is bad don't watch it <laughs> The film, I mean. <laughs> Desperately trying to stop you from watching it. So, yeah, I, I don't know how much of the bad stuff in this film is the film not aging well, or how much of it is... I think like, some, of the, some of the more the sexist jokes, like when he's talking about her breasts, the, the yeah. deaf brother's talking about her breasts, and he's like trying to play it off and translate it badly. One, yeah. I think, is a bit... It's, it's all a bit ableist, like, how come he's the only person that speaks sign language? Why is no one yeah. in that group of friends yeah, bothered no, to no learn? No one else is bothered. Yeah. Um, like, they don't even don't... say, like, I guess he can lip read a little bit, but still. Fundamentally, um... these people don't care about each other. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I can tell. They're just friends because they yeah. kind of have to be. Basically, they're Tories. They don't care about people with disabilities. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, no. And again, the brother was a nice character. And yeah, that and he calls out his brother and stops him from making a mistake, and honestly, sort of saves Henrietta. Yeah, Henny. Hen. Oh, I, Hen. I thought it was Helen. I don't know. I think it was Henny, is what he called her. Which is there was weird. a there was a Helen as well. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, was... They're all rather posh names, aren't they? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Helena. Helena. <laughs> oh, is it the A that makes me common? <laughs> yeah. My aunt's called Helen. <laughs> and you just explained what your parents were like yeah well my parents are weird just because <laughs> sorry mum because um, <laughs> my parents weren't born particularly posh but then moved to London and decided to be posh like they weren't it's not this wasn't like the lifestyle they were born into like my dad grew yeah. up in Warsaw and my mum grew up in like the countryside in the south but not yeah. in like a manner like my actual countryside <laughs> Like actual, yeah. like with a single sing, single mum uh, yeah. that was a nurse. Yeah, like yeah, the... you know, not poor, but not like it wasn't like oh, it was like the the way they got you know well off was that they went to uni like my mum went to university and my dad went to printing college. Yeah, I, again, the, the <laughs> like sort of, <laughs> but it's weird when I think about it. It's like it, yeah. I'm not like multi generational posh like these people might be, but it's also back then it was a, the social mobility I think was a lot easier. Yeah, that or in some ways, and for some definitely. people, I think the whole university thing with the full grant. Yeah, not to be confused with the Hugh Grant. Um, <laughs> you, if you went to university in London, for example, you could then get a job in London and you'd probably be quite well off. Yeah, especially like, if you like rose through the ranks quite quickly. But these days, it's like mm, yeah. good luck. 
<laughs> you might be able to get a job in London. You won't be able to afford to live there. No, you'll yeah. you'll just be paying uh, rent money to the characters from this movie because yeah. they all have landlord energy. Well, that's the thing. Is like there are different levels of posh. Really, there yeah. is like, and yeah. it, it, what we what we were trying to the film was trying to convince us of Hugh Grant level of posh um, is completely different to his friends level of posh, where they own land and they're millionaires that don't have to worry about anything other than will they get married and who will they get married to and how much they hate their spouse because <laughs> they all have complaining about spouse energy oh yeah because they're men that got married in the 90s just because they wanted to get married yeah. i don't i don't know if many there's much right. com- complaining about wives apart from there's that one guy that uh hugh grant's character accidentally tells him that he everyone thought she was cheating on him and he's just kind oh, of yeah. stunned yeah. It's meant the energy of it, like the oh, okay. yeah, no, like it... level of poverty. Oh, sorry, he's actually listed as John with the unfaithful wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, give it a couple of years and these characters are all sitting in the pub talking about the old ball and chain. Oh, sorry, I mean the club. Yeah, I was going to say, it. they're all playing <laughs> golf talking about their ball and chain. Yes, well, mm. I'd have to get home to the missus. She'll be complaining that she's just had to cook my roast dinner all day. <laughs> oh, like she has to cook. <laughs> <laughs> she had to tell someone else to cook. <laughs> It takes a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. She's out of spending all of my money. We don't like po- I hope no one posh is... I genuinely hope no one that posh is listening to this podcast. <laughs> if posh are, people don't know how podcasts work, are, it's fine. We are, we what do you mean? The... It's like the radio, but you can listen to it when you want to, and they talk about things that you're interested in. We're officially sense. hostile to that level of posh. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, this there are like... There are funny bits of this film, and there are like yeah. good bits, but it was just the overall, like all of these people are kind. Most of these people are kind of bad. The ones that are redeeming are kind of not redeeming, and there's one or two that are like genuinely probably shouldn't be part of this friend group. And I think that's what kind of killed me watching okay. this film. It it just got really frustrating being like, I don't, I just, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> About yeah. half about half an hour in, I was like, I don't want to watch this film. It's I don't like any of these people. Uh, I I found like I just I liked the comedy in it, like the the funny bits in it. Like I think the plot is very much secondary to just the little bits of slice of fantasy life humor. I don't think I found the humor because I, I don't think I found the humor that funny because it's that kind of like flaccid British comedy. Where it's like <laughs> we made a joke about a dick. They don't. The jokes just. I don't know how to explain it, and I don't. I know how to explain why I don't like it, but I don't. No, and and, and another point to uh, show just how rich these people are is the uh, the guy that owns a castle is perfectly fine marrying his cousin. That's standard for them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Right at the end, it gets a bit weird. Yeah. He's like, oh yes, we're related. It's but like, it's okay because it's, 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 it's you know. yeah. He seems yeah. He's he definitely seems to be weighing up the like. Mm, how related are we? It's far enough down. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's far enough down the line. It's further away than royalty. It's fine. Isn't that joke made in? Oh, I want to say a film, but that's maybe. not very helpful. Maybe maybe it's in a film. Oh, they <laughs> they like they have know. the same. It might have been a sitcom or something. They have the same photo. Fo- like they have the same grandma like photo. That's too close. In their in their homes, and they go on a date, I mean, and there it's like, why do you have a photo of my grandmother? And it's like, and they're like, how? Right, how? I'm 
That's recalling, but I have no idea what that's from. Well, I just like that. The, the, so okay, we have to say at the same time how many generations back it is. We'd have to be before it's okay for us to hook up. And then he, like they say at the same time, and he goes seven, and she goes none. Uh, like we can't be put up at all related. And it, I don't know it's quite funny. Just because like seven is a lot, but then it's also like the fact that she's like, what? There really is an amount. So if, if people could let me know what film that is. Yeah, let us know what that's from. And I guess for now, I mean, Helena, so did this hold up for you, considering you're the one with nostalgia for it? Yeah. Yeah, I had a really good time watching this. I um, Did we it's... make it worse? <laughs> no, no, not at all, really. Um, like the film, I just kind of let what you were saying wash over me and I'll cling on to the bits that you liked and um, I'll ignore the rest. Cool. Yeah, I... Um... What, what would you give this then out of 10? If you were to rate it. I would give this, I think, seven weddings and a funeral. So eight. Eight out of ten. I really like this film, guys. And it's just, it's it's like a big hug watching it. I hadn't seen it in years, though. I don't think I'd seen it in, like, about maybe ten years. Wow. Um, that sounds like a good how, premise for a podcast. How much, <laughs> how much of that do you think is nostalgia? Like, how much yeah. of... Oh, a hefty can, chunk. Can you, like... A hefty Pass chunk out. for like that that nostalgia of, of the nineties and of my very early childhood that I don't remember properly, okay. from when everything was kind of soft fabrics and tartan and big bows and you know, that yeah it like that kind yeah. of my parents like they sound like my parents and <laughs> because like a lot of people don't seem to realise is that. They think things were better when they were a kid, but that's because you only really remember the good bits and not that much else. Also, you didn't have to deal with a lot of the bad bits. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to deal with the issues in the world. Yeah. No. yeah, I wasn't sat there age three being like, oh God, the economy. The, the, socio- <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> the socioeconomic impact of, <laughs> of having oh, this no, many weddings. So, okay, boys, let's have it. Dan, do you want to go first? Because I feel like I've said enough for people to know. Yeah, I'm going to give this, like, honestly... Had two more times Helen mentioned she got married. <laughs> you hated it that much? I, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh my god. I like you less now. Yeah, I've yeah, only yeah, heard yeah. people talk good things about this movie and I was just like, it just didn't, li- like, you know you get that sort of secondhand hype when everyone's like, this is really good, oh, you'll really like this. And I just didn't. Have you seen Notting Hill? Right. No, I have not. Yeah. It's great, you'll love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's about this group of friends, right? (laughs) And Hugh Grant. Uh, No, they're already married in this one, apart from Hugh Grant. Oh, okay. So Hugh Grant's looking for someone. And um, of course, yes, he is Hugh Grant. Of course. And and he 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 meets this American. (laughs) They had one film for him, didn't they? (laughs) Yeah, like that's why he was so infamously typecast. Like that's not a secret. No, no, that's true. But anyway, in this one, she's an actress. She's also an actress in this one. She's playing an American. And I say that because we never, never learn what this character does. No. We don't know what any of she's just rich. Do. It's fine. It doesn't matter what they do because yeah. they have money and they don't have to worry. <laughs> Which the writer said, oh, what I read a bit about, the writer was like, oh, the, act, the characters never talk about their jobs because he didn't think anyone, like, he didn't think friends would talk about their jobs. Which is like, you don't when you're posh. <laughs> No, kind of thing. Um, because it's you know, finance. Being a landlord isn't yeah. a real job. <laughs> because there is very little to discuss about that job. 
Um, oh, so I, I just bought all these houses and then people <laughs> give me money to live in them. It's yeah. fantastic, really. But yeah, I I have to give this film like one and a half, oh maybe two at a push. This film made me so angry, uh, not just because of this film, but because like reading about the writer and the director talking about it and then being like, the writer was like, wanted it to be a bit surreal and a bit weird um, and be like, that would have been cool. Everything, yeah, the writer was like, everything has to be funny. Like, it has to be funny on every page. Yeah. And the director wanted to make it more real. He wanted every character, the director was like, every character needs a good backstory and like, be an actual character uh, and not just get three funny lines. Yeah. And I'm like, none of these characters, so many of this background characters don't have storylines. They don't, they aren't relatable. They aren't real people. They're misogynistic caricatures of people and that got me really angry because it was like this this is what the director thinks is real people act like this is the what the director thinks women are like <laughs> they're crying over emotional hateful people and they're not all like some manic pixie dream girl from america that's come in and it's like they're not a lot like that's so okay this bizarre. was hidden from me at the time but i just want to say at my wedding apparently a few people did cry like about their relationships and stuff but not like following the man round to go cry, saying hello to him and not being able to hold themselves <laughs> back from tears. No. And then confessing that, like, I was in love with you. I thought you were going to marry me. I'm still in love with you. Still crying the whole time. And then one of his other exes essentially spitting at him, saying, how dare you talk to her? Haven't you done enough? So did you guys like the funny reoccurring gag with the slightly, the, the deaf, well, the man that doesn't quite understand what's going on? He was great. He was yeah, incredible. Old people really and not understanding are funny. Yeah. Well, because when he comes, <laughs> he comes in to the to the church for the last wedding, and yeah, they go bride or groom, and he's like bride or groom. He's like, it should be perfectly obvious. I'm neither. Yeah. <laughs> Walks away. In that was one of the pages with a joke. On yeah. It. <laughs> incredible. But yeah, my other problem with this is it does point out the problem of filmmaking at that time and still kind of now is very contained to people with connections and very rich posh people yes this film is very uh safe if if that's what the director and the writer consider relatable and that i think that really bothered me because it's like it, this industry is it wasn't at the time at all accessible especially in like england english indie film that the, that kind of bothered me but yeah just reading about them so yeah, one and a half to two, but that's very like I very personal, I've anti nostalgia for this film. It's all very personal, hmm. my hatred for this film because it is objectively <laughs> a well made film. It's just all very personal from me. So have you guys seen about a boy? Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, I think from I watched. I it remember. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the point of this podcast, from what I remember, it was good. Yeah, um, I think it kills a duck by throwing a loaf of bread at it and then he's in skins right <laughs> yeah that, that's what happens it's a really yeah. hard cut to the opening of skins uh what about music and lyrics um i don't uh, know i can't remember the music i don't think i don't think i remember I, I i never saw that i remember even that was like a made for valentine's day kind of film but it's hugh grant and drew barrymore that's gonna be like the most wholesome thing in the world that film well, it's just Hugh Grant meets an American and falls in love with them. Yeah, but it, it's Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore like plays Ernest, 
so like so much. I think her name might be Lyric or it's music. I can't remember. Fuck. Um... <laughs> so this film. Oh no, sorry. Her name's Sophie. I don't know where I got that from. Okay. <laughs> so this film. There is that called Music and Sophie. <laughs> this this film got. Oh yeah. man. You can tell that we didn't like it because we spent most of the time talking about Helena's wedding Helena's and other wedding movies. Was so much fun, though. Yeah, I'd was, happily do was. that. Was so. It much would be fun. pretty brutal if you like came on the pod like, yeah, well, you know, Helena's wedding was we also went. shit. <laughs> we had to. Yeah, it was great. It was. <laughs> we thought the weddings in this film were bad, but then we went to Helena's. Yeah, we had a good trip up. I had a good yeah. trip up. And yeah. Anyway, we had a really good, good weekend. Time. With that. Yeah, maybe we should wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, done with you slating I... this movie. <laughs> uh, well, I have been Dan. I have been Michael, and I've been Helena, Mrs. Helena. And you can, <laughs> yeah, Helena's your surname. That's the weird thing. <laughs> it's all of our surnames. Guess our first name. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well, so you can yell at me and Michael about how much you love this movie about pot people getting married don't even try um i'll put some wedding photos what are we gonna what are we gonna do for the patreon (laughs) are we gonna spend it all on a wedding wedding or a funeral (laughs) no we're gonna plan a series of weddings no we're gonna have one fuck i don't know i don't care i'm so mad (laughs) about this film michael how would you want your wedding to go oh small quiet very few people there Cool. Not a joke. I don't we'll give it. us money on the Patreon. That might happen. We'll yeah. see. Also, no, it means yeah, no, the show can it. continue. No, that's it. You <laughs> give us money on the Patreon. We will host a wedding. Um, we haven't decided who is getting married yet. Maybe they um, find out when they get there. And yeah, they will. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna hold a <laughs> surprise wedding. Where we invite a load of people. And we invite of, all of our patreons and two of and them. two of them are getting married. Well, no, just a lot of just all of our friends and everyone we can find, and every guest we've had on the podcast, we're gonna invite to a wedding and not tell say who it is. And two of them are gonna get special cards. I was gonna say, is this like a tombola thing, or is it you know, you, if you um, choke more, on an if you choke on a no, ring in your wed in your um, champagne glass. It's more Charlie You're getting married. Factory. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get the special gold card. They'll assume everybody else's. Um, oh, I love the gold foil card. Oh, what do you mean? Mine was just cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hang on. You're you're just standing next to the chocolate river and not being swept up it to a, to an altar. How yeah, weird. We're, we're gonna hold. Well, that's it. Is we're gonna, we're gonna kill off the rest of the party, Willy Wonka style, <laughs> until we're left. the remaining two get married. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. I we're bet there's. I bet there's. I know what I'm googling next. We're gonna hold a Willy Wonka, Wonka style uh, battle royale <laughs> situation where the two survivors are forced to get married. I mean, didn't that happen in the Hunger Games? Mm, yeah, but that was had more political um, statement behind it. We're just doing it for the chaos. Well. It's time to thank our Patreons for this week as well. So this week's Patreon. Please tell to me thank. no one suggested this. <laughs> no. Okay, thank you. This 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 uh this week's Patreon is actually someone called Helena, and uh, the film that they've said that they're really nostalgic for is The Black Cauldron. What are the chances of that? Fake news. That person doesn't exist. <laughs> they could have picked a worse film, like Four Weddings and a Funeral. Fuck, 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 fuck. That's my Hugh Grant impression. <laughs>